Welcome to Money Mindfulness, our podcast for graduate professionals like you. My name is Ayanda Simoni, Group Executive for Brand Marketing and Communications at PPS. This podcast series will give you practical tips to help you better manage your finances. My guest in this series of podcasts is Louis Faree. Louis has a long history as an economist and spent nearly 20 years in the wealth management industry. He has authored books on personal finances, the wellness of South Africa, personal happiness, and the practice of success. Today, Louis is a mentor to many South African business leaders and a proud associate of PPS. Louis, you spent two decades in wealth management and have learned that money means so many things to different people. But like all things, it's governed by principles. What do you regard as the cornerstones of a healthy financial life? I think, Ayanda, in essence, when money is a subject in your life, not always the subject, uh, when, uh, when money isn't stirring animosity and conflict in our soul, I would just start by choosing to walk away from, uh, from a battle with money day in and day out. Money should be a blessing, not a curse in your life, especially our members, you know, they're in, they're in good money, which means you should enjoy it. Um, so the few cornerstones I would, I would hold out to members, the first is to, uh, to refrain from seeing money as a portal to happiness. We've been taught from an early age to try and buy happiness, and it's a forever pursuit. If you fall for that one, you cannot buy happiness. That's a subject for another time, but happiness comes from a different place. Second important thing is to uh, to be led by income in your life and not desires, which means spending. The moment you allow the spending side of your income statement to dictate, it's going to be a long life. Third thing I would recommend is to be informed and educated about your money affairs. Don't wonder about it. Don't hope for the best. Be advisable and be informed. And then a very important one, you know, your parents probably told you this one is to reserve sufficient, uh, a sufficient portion of your, of your income for future purposes. We, uh, we live long these days. And I think it's a reality that from today's money, we have to set aside a portion of that for tomorrow's spending. And then a, a bonus point to all of this is to do all of this as a family together. When families work together, when it's about their money affairs, it's such a powerful phenomenon to watch. We know money has a formal, dare we say, boring economic definition. But if you have to describe money informally, how would you characterize it? Yeah, boring or not boring, I think money is arguably the, uh, the, the, the human's greatest invention. I mean, the, the shared confidence we've created in a piece of paper is absolutely amazing. These, these days, it's actually on a... On, on a screen, you know, a number on a screen, not even a piece of paper anymore. Just think about it. We count in it, we trade in it, we transact in it, we store wealth in it, all in a very simple way. Imagine there is no money. How would you do all of those things? Informally, I would say money is a, is a quantifier of your scarcity value in your marketplace. If you're honest, not working over time, money will validate that and it will, it will there will be more of it coming your way because of market forces, simply because of your scarcity value. Second thing is money is definitely a character test informally as well. If there's other things missing in your life, it may well be a hollow victory if you bargain on money to, to pull you through. It's an old saying, you, uh, you, know, you know people best in the absence or in the presence of money. 
And money can reveal so much unsolved baggage in our life. I think money can overpromise as well. In other words, if there are other problems, you believe and you convince yourself that if I have more of this commodity in my pocket, I can sort out that problem. But there's definitely diminishing returns involved in money. One car is definitely a wonderful thing to have, but by car number five, the returns are not the same anymore. Many people don't know this, of course. They go for car number five. Um, and then I think money has a way of running away from unsafe hands as well. It's like a fragile commodity, um, and it feels unsafety. If it runs through fingers, it will leave those hands and look for safe hands. But all in all, I think money is a wonderful enabler. You know, I don't think money is evil and, and all the bad things we say. I think people may have problems, but a piece of paper cannot have a problem. It can buy you health, it can buy education, it can buy safety, it can buy your retirement, it can actually buy you more time as well. So if you look well after it and you earn it in an honest way, I think it's a wonderful thing. But just lastly, you know, a word of caution, money can be a potential prison as well. So many well-off people are janitors of their own possessions. They, they buy more than they can consume, and there they sit with it. So just find the balance. Why is it so difficult for even highly skilled and affluent people to live a happy financial life? I think three basic things. The first important thing is they over-bargain on money and basically underinvest in their happiness, the money-less happiness there is out there. And that's a sickness from an early age of talented people. They convince us that uh, the money will buy you out of uh, unhappiness, and therefore you don't invest in real happiness. That's the first one. Second one is a tendency to follow the crowd. There's a big peer group in the affluent market out there, and the one is doing what the other one is doing. So the following the, the mob thing is a very damaging financial thing to do. And then the third one, I think many people lack reliable financial structure. Their affairs are basically a mess. They don't look after their stuff. They don't know what's going on with their stuff, and then it catches them out. I would like to end every podcast by asking you for a challenge to us related to the day's topic. Can you give us one for this month? Yeah, I would suggest this month uh, members should make a deliberate call on their finances. In other words, just a decision of will to manage your finances instead of being managed by it. Um, will takes you far. And then on the back of that is to start building a proper dashboard to be informed about your affairs, to allow you to take control of the numbers involved, because after all, finances are all about numbers. Thank you for listening. PPS is an authorized financial services provider and a licensed insurer.